Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Pikimai, kakimai, and welcome to Our Changing World from RNZ National. Let's take you to the beach in search of large brown seaweeds. You'll be familiar with a beaded Neptune's necklace or the massive bull kelps. They're an important part of the coastal ecosystem, but surprisingly little is known about their distribution. To change this, Niwa marine scientists Kate Neal and Roberta D'Aquino are calling on you to help them out with pictures from different places along the coast. Veronica meets Kate and Roberta on the beach on a very windy Wellington day. I'm brought you out to this beach on a rather <laughs> windy day because really this is a good day to see whatever has been brought up. Yes, to the exactly. Beach. We're likely to at least find some, some algae on the beach, <laughs> even though we might be blown away ourselves. Yeah. So talk me through, why, first of all, why the interest in brown algae? There is a, a decline of brown algae overseas in um, many parts of the world. The idea was to see if uh, in New Zealand too, these brown algae are in danger and are disappearing. The large brown are very important because they provide a three-dimensional uh, structure. They provide shelter for other species uh, and food, and also they act uh, as a buffer for um, a wave and s- stop erosion of the coast. Talk me through first, if we're talking brown algae, I'm thinking kelp. Yeah, but there's more to it. That's right. We're looking mostly at species for this project that people call kelps, although they're not all true kelps, um, scientifically speaking. They include the large brown algae that form these big brown beds around the coast. Um, species like Macrocystis periphera, which is called bladder kelp. So that's the kelp a, that I imagine. The, yeah, the thing yeah. That's and there's also bull the kelp, which are the two, probably the ones most people think of when you talk about kelps. We're actually looking at about 10, 12 species. 12 species, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and they're all large browns. As we said, these species are important in coastal systems for many reasons. We don't actually have enough data on their distributions in New Zealand to look at potential change in the future. So we're trying at the moment to use a citizen science project through a website called naturewatch.org.nz we're asking people to put up photos of specific brown algae from all around New Zealand, um, from places that we maybe haven't visited. Yeah, we're calling on the public to be citizen scientists and go to the beach and take photos of certain seaweeds and add them to this project on the website. And all you need to join the project is a camera or a smartphone. Naturewatch is also a smartphone app. You can do it quite easily with your cell phone camera. And you just need to sign up to the project and add records. So is your, in first instance, do you want to know the distribution of those algae? Or do you look at them also as an indicator of other things going on around the coastline? Well, we do need to know more about their distributions because, you know, there's only so many places we can get to ourselves to see where they occur. 
and also because although New Zealand has a long history of collecting algal specimens and depositing them in museums, large brown algae for you know, physical reasons, <laughs> are under-collected compared to smaller algae just because they're hard to press. And you've been lugging a thing home yeah. with you. <laughs> if you've got a 14-metre kelp, obviously it's a little hard to, <laughs> to press on sheets and deposit in a museum. So we feel that um, these large brown algae are underrepresented in museum collections, so we want to extend our known distributions using the Citizen Science Project and then know that we have a baseline, basically, for where these species occur. The distribution is only one part of the project because um, uh, another part uh, will involve uh, put this um, brown algae. We select uh, four species in culture and do a series of experiments uh, to see how they react to pH, sedimentation, lights and temperature. We're just coming to the beach to find fertile species so we can have early stage to put in culture. And here there is an example, Marginariella. Right, let's have a look. Let's yeah. have a closer look. This is one of the species, actually. This is Marginariella boreana. This long uh, sausage-like, sausage-like receptacle. Inside here there is the male or female. This plant actually have male and female separate. So what we do, we collect this, we try to release this, the male and female in culture, and then... Wait for them to, to fertilise. Fertilise, the and then at the early stage, we put them in culture. And, so uh, this is brown algae IVF kind of processes. Yes, it's <laughs> yeah. really, we're and, um, kind of watching them make babies. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's very cool, because also there is a little information about uh, the biology of these species. Everything we do now will be very exciting and new. Now, looking across the speech, if you can still huddle for a few more minutes, is there anything else that you, being you know, pretty instant taxonomist, that you can tell me <laughs> that we're seeing here? This is not in a good shape, but this is Lessonia. This is a, is a, a true kelp. In this case, it's much harder to see the reproductive structure because uh, there will be just uh, uh, brown, slimy patches on the, on the blade. We will do some experiment on Lessonia too because it's very abundant well, around ba- here. Basically, and, uh, after a nice southerly blow here on the south coast of Wellington, we're looking at stacks of brown algae up to a metre high in places, and it's an easy way to collect what we need after a southerly without actually having to go diving. <laughs> oh, well, it's... And it's nine degrees, so, you know. <laughs> and this is another candidate for the experiment, is Carpophyllum. Yeah, we still didn't find the reproductive structure. All the species should reproduce in winter, so we're waiting and we come regularly to the beach. And then another part of the project will be to f- try different way to map um, a subtidal macroalgal bed. And this is uh, a bit challenging. At the moment, we're building um, a tow camera system uh, for shallow water, and uh, we probably will start to do video transept and uh, georeference, so we have a GPS uh, connected sensor of temperature and depth that would be also useful data for the future. We've also been looking at whether we can track algal beds over time with aerial photos or satellite photos, but it's not looking hugely promising at this point. So you really need people on the ground. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And, and yeah. from a layperson's perspective, if you say brown algae, if I took pictures of anything that f- literally looks brown, yeah. it would be likely to be in your category. 
probably 80-90% chance, yeah. There is the odd um, red algae that can look brown, but most, most of the time if you see a big brown seaweed, it's going to be what we're looking for. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's stuff that I would describe as Poseidon's chain or Poseidon's necklace. Oh, Neptune's oh, necklace. Neptune's. Yes. Oh, you, you go yeah. with Neptune. I go with Poseidon. Aren't they both no, the of the sea? <laughs> one Greek, one Roman. I think, I think so, yeah. But, maybe um, we should call it Tangaroa's necklace. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the common name Neptune's necklace is a brown algae made up of beads and a chain. And its scientific name is Hormosira banksii. And it's very common all around New Zealand. So it's a very easily recognisable brown seaweed. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> God, we have chosen a good day for this. <laughs> and that was Kate Neal and Roberta Dakino, who are both at Niwa. They are using the Nature Watch website for the Citizen Science Project on brown seaweeds, and you can find out all about it on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld.